Okay, guys, today we got a special one, man. We get to hang out with the Honorable Jason Hutton of Fox 17 News. And listen, guys, we got a jam-packed video for you today. We're going to unpack a lot of stuff of this remarkable man. So please tap in and listen to this conversation as we go deep on some of the things that makes him who he is. To kick it off, Jay, first we want to say welcome, man. Thank you for not only allowing us to hang out with you, but for you making the time to hang out with us on today. No, it's an honor for me. I, I, I'm, I can't believe you guys asked me to do it. Like, I'm thrilled. Man, actually, you was our first one. You was our first one. And so uh, just as it relates to sports, and we like to talk about deeper than sports, and then when we looked at you, for one, we follow you, but to know your body of work and to know what we're trying to convey to the audience we reach out to, you're more than what we see on TV every day or every Friday night when you're doing the blitz and things like that. And so talk to us a little bit about what got you off into broadcasting in the first place. Well, I always loved sports. I mean, ever since I can remember. And I've loved watching it on television yep. and following it and knowing who the best players were. And I just, I've always loved it. And so I, from a young age, this was something I wanted to do. But I also got to a point where I realized that getting to the a point where you make a pretty good living in this business yeah. is a little hard. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, now it's hindsight, right? But I mean, I, even when I was at a young age, because when I went to college, I actually went to college as an engineering major. Okay, okay. so, so broadcasting wasn't first, okay. it was engineering, okay. And I really had no interest in engineering other than the fact that I knew that I'd probably make more money. But you're gonna make a lot of money. There you go. That's right. still true today. And what, what do they say, right? If you if you do what you love, if you do what you love, you, you never work a day in life. life. And that's yeah. how it's been for me. I ended up not doing well academically, trying to be an engineer. Mm -hmm. uh, so I switched schools and I switched majors, and here I am. I don't make a ton of money, but I do love what I do. Absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of schools, talk to us about where you went to. So I went to Michigan State out of out of high school. Go Green. Always a big Spartan fan <laughs> growing up. You know the family was. So yeah, you're yeah. born into it, right? <laughs> so I was born into it, and so I went to Michigan State. I always wanted to go to a big school, right? Mm -hmm. and then, this is something I learned along my way. Is the reason that we have athletics in the colleges? The large part is yep. because people want to go to school there. Exactly. Because you you know yeah. you can play for national attendance. Yeah. Totally. So I went to Michigan State and uh, struggled academically. You know it's I. It's a big, big change from yeah. high school to college, right? So didn't do well, uh, and I switched to CMU. One of my best friends from high school actually went to Olivet College to play football, and then he had transferred to CMU. CMU, too. Okay. And so I was like, I was sort of not, not knowing what, what to do next, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I really never struggled in school because high school wasn't difficult. Like yeah. college was. <laughs> Rude awakening. So I talked to him, and he's like, hey, why don't you come up here? And so I ended up moving up to Mount Pleasant. I did a year at community college so I could get in, and then – did two years at CMU and did broadcasting and nice. here I am. We love nice. it. We love it, man. Speaking of CMU and that transfer, when you, you did, you remember those class sizes compared to Belding? Yeah, wasn't it a rude awakening? <laughs> a little bit. I mean, when I first went to Michigan State, I mean, it was. I mean, it's 300 kids. 300 yeah. students in every class. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When you come from Belding or Creston. Well, it's got to be intimidating from a 700 yeah. kids yeah. school to 300 kids in the, in the class. That's crazy. Yeah. Probably part of the reason I struggled. I remember I went to, my wife and I, we went to Michigan State, too. And I remember always getting a nosebleed seat at that. No matter how early you got to <laughs> class, that mug was packed. I used to sit way up at the top. The professor looked like he was this big. You looking like... And bro, it was like 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 Jay said, it's hard to keep up with your academics 
when that's the type of setting you're in and trying to learn in. So I was transferring to a smaller school, uh, Central Michigan University being a MAC school compared to Big Ten, was the classroom size different there? It was, but I, I don't know if it's much because of the school as much as it was. When I got to CMU, I had sort of gotten the general education stuff out of the way. Well, and I was just in my major. And so what you more, liked. Yeah. Yeah. It was more like a high school setting where we had about 30 kids in a classroom. Yeah. Okay. And I think that, I mean, I don't really know because I left Michigan State kind of early, but I think that, that was just because I, I took chemistry. I was an engineering major. I took yeah. chemistry, uh, classes, college chemistry. Right. No joke is and what he kind of, is what he trying to tell y'all. High school chemistry, let alone right. Exactly. Yep. That's crazy, man. But Jay, that's awesome. So, as you transition, when you got here, and he gonna talk to you about just with the blitz, but a little bit about when you got your first career opportunity. What was that like? Probably the best thing that could ever happen to me. So mm -hmm. my last year at CMU, I only had to have one class. Okay. But I still needed 14 credits to meet the requirement to graduate. So I did an internship at the Fox affiliate in Lansing, nice. which just kind of made a comeback. But they were gone for a while, and it was a, at the time. It was rare that they only had two sports people. Most mm. everybody had three. So they had two sports people, and I was their intern. Well, I needed a lot of credits. So I was like, listen, I'll, I'll work a ton of hours here to get more credit, and everybody was okay with it, and the sports guys there loved it because mm -hmm. they needed help. <laughs> so it was sort of like, here you go, figure it out. And they were just driving, I mean, I, company policy, I couldn't drive a vehicle, but they Correct. would hand me a camera, and they would take me to do a game and drop me off, and then I, I'm here, I am, I'm in college, and I'm just basically doing the job. So it was a great experience. <laughs> oh, wow. The learning I got there was amazing. In fact, they actually hired me as a full-time news photographer before I even graduated wow. from college. So. Some, sometimes those things come full circle right. and you're able to gain some valuable experience from that that I'm certainly I'm certain that it prepared you for this no question um, I get asked from time to time to speak to like high school kids yeah. about this and it's happened recently to me and I always just stress the internships because you don't I feel learn you. It's, I I'm agree. sure it's like this in any field I you agree. don't learn what you need to know in a classroom mm -hmm. right? you gotta get out and do you it get in the, the real world experience get out there go to whatever you want to do and get an internship and get some hands-on experience so real quick when you did that internships you said you needed 14 credits how many credits did that cover 12 mm -hmm. i was basically working full time nice <laughs> i did 40 nice. hours a week and uh i moved to lansing and i just drove to mount pleasant because i had a wednesday morning class wow so, wow yeah and speaking to that insane internship uh you're probably one of the rare stories where you take the internship and actually get hired by the company. You got the inside track, so that actually was a beautiful thing. It worked out for you. And you know what the best part about that was? That was 2004, mm -hmm. and my first big assignment, I was covering the NBA Finals the year the Pistons won. One, there Ooh. I was there. Look she, Ben Wallace, yeah, that was crazy. Chauncey, yeah. Rip. Those guys were awesome. Rashid was a little tough. He didn't really want to talk to the media, but Ben Wallace, nicest dude ever yep. you sit there and talk to the media as long as you want he's still like that to this day he's still like that to this fire at that yeah. time yeah. Oh, the yeah. Yeah. absolutely jay speaking of that man what has to date aside from that been one of the biggest events you cover sports wise what else besides that yeah um you know what would be considered biggest um three final fours i believe 
College football playoff when Michigan State got smoked by Alabama. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, three Final Fours, Michigan and San Antonio, Michigan State and Minneapolis, Michigan State and Indianapolis. Okay. Um, never did a World Series, even though Tigers have been twice since I've been here. But the you World Series is in October. Keep putting that out there. Next time <laughs> yeah, they go. Exactly. You'll it, right? Exactly. October's a busy <laughs> we, month for me because of high school football. So we, I, need, I, we need Jay at the World Series. Right. Right. I have done two ALCSs. In fact, I did go to the ALCS in Boston when Big Poppy at the Grand Slam and okay. the Tigers lost game six. So, mm-hmm. um, full disclosure, I am a Red Sox fan. So it didn't really crush <laughs> me there. But, uh, yeah, so some really, really cool stuff. But, you know, when I look at it, those are the things that most people consider. But covering the high school stuff is the coolest to me. Mm-hmm. Because I always say this. I covered John Beeline, Tom Izzo, and Final Fours, right? And yeah. those are good people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if I see them somewhere, they don't have any idea. Yeah. yeah. But when I see my guy here, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. We can stop and talk yeah. for a few yeah. years. Yeah. We know each other. Yeah. So it's sure. the relationships you build. That is. Right. That's so true. So That's speaking so of October being your busiest time, kind of take us through what uh, a week in October would look like, yeah, like having to cover all those high school teams that you do. Yeah, so we, we're really football, I mean, because we're sort of short-staffed, so we're football-centric in the fall. So we're getting ready for <laughs> Friday night. Now, we used to do an hour, and we've, we've been pushed it back now. We do about 37 minutes, so it's not because of our shorter staff. Yeah. But So we'll spend most of the week, I'll be doing a little bit on the Blitz, on the Blitz preparation. Mm-hmm. We've got to get the rundown built, what yeah. games we're going to, who's going to the what games, what Vehicles, cameras, these are all <laughs> difficult things, believe yeah. me. It, it, believe it causes it. me lots of headaches, right? <laughs> um, you know, and then, but then we still have the daily things like today. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's May, yep. so I'm not worried about a football game. show on Friday night. <laughs> yeah. exactly. It's a little easier. Um, so I'm just doing my three minutes at six, my three minutes at 10, and al- at 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I still do those in the fall, mm-hmm. and I'm also trying to get ready okay. for that. So it's like I am way busier in the yeah. fall, but... Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's my favorite time of year because gotcha. I live for the Friday nights in the fall. It's, it's absolute best. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we want to thank you, man. We want to give you flowers while oh, you're yeah. here, man, for sure, because being a high school kid and getting covered by people such as yourself, man, it's, it's, none, it's nothing like that feeling, being rushing home after the game, seeing yourself on the highlights. Did they put my play up? Did they put my play up? <laughs> Telling yeah. every calling everybody to make sure they're tuning in and watching, exactly. man. So we just want to give you kudos while we're here. Well, that's yeah. the best. I mean, that's yeah. why we do it. And yeah. I love sports at every level, but at the pro level, it becomes more about individuals and money, and it's yeah. leaning that way at the yeah. college mm-hmm. level. But at high school, it's about love. I'm telling you, the love of the game. Exactly. That's what makes it the best. Yeah. And I was going to ask you. Um, you talked about how October is a busy month for you regarding football. Are there some things that you guys going to add on to the Fox 17 Blitz regarding football? Just anything regards it could be key players, just anything do you guys think that you could add some highlights or just some extra things in regards to that this fall? Always looking to add. Um, at the moment, we don't have anything. I mean, there's a million things I'd like to do, but we just don't have the staff to do it. Okay. So we have to sort of work within those restraints. But um, I, I don't think we have anything too new uh, coming up this fall, but there's still time. I mean, we'll, we'll get involved with the sales team in July, and they'll, they'll want to do some new things. And we we'll always try our best to make them happen. There but we go. There we go. Jason, to date, what's been the most recent and mo- most memorable game high school that you've covered? Well, no question, the Division Four State Final in football. 
I mean, that Unity Christian team is one of the best I have ever seen. Yeah. I'm not sure if they're on the 99 Creston level because I was <laughs> I'm not that much older than you guys. I was a college student when you guys were on that team, but that was one of the best teams I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, they set the state scoring record. Mm-hmm. And Chelsea, I mean, Chelsea showed up and they, right. they played great and they deserved to win. But I never in my wildest dreams thought that Unity Christian wouldn't win that game. Mm-hmm. And I think that maybe if they played it again, they would, but that's right. never going to happen. Mm-hmm. That was I that's mean, the beauty of high school football. Right? And they yes. got way ahead, just like we all expected. Yeah. And then Chelsea came back. That was that game was nuts. I heard a couple. I I heard during the game um, they lost their quarterback. Got hurt. Unity Christian or running back. Something. So so their uh, one of their best running backs got hurt in the semifinal win. Mm-hmm. Um, Abe Rapoon, and so he wasn't able to go in the state final mm. so they played his backup and that backup got hurt mm. so you know they had the Chandler twins who yeah, are yeah, unbelievable yeah, yeah. so one was the quarterback and one was the running back well they had practice you know Craig Tibby's awesome right the head coach of Union Christian his son Junior is the backup quarterback to, to the Chandler twin that was a starter well, they had practiced that week, or so I was told, mm-hmm. that they were going to move uh, the Chandler Twin back to the other running back and play the backup quarterback. Because now you're playing a backup instead of a third string, I guess. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have no fault with how they handled the game. Right. I, it seemed to make sense to me, but mm-hmm. they fumbled a couple times and ended up costing the game. It's tough when you, when you get two running backs down, right? Yeah, so, yeah, that's, yeah. that's tough. Yeah. What about, you said, the, the biggest game. What about what's some of your, your players? Some of the top players that you had to cover, you know, not not just some of the top players, man. I love. I always tell this story. <laughs> so people ask me who's the best high school quarterback I've ever seen. Well, the answer is Chase Daniel. I lived in Texas for one year. <laughs> oh, I saw Chase Daniel his senior Chase year of high school. Was a dog. He was. I mean, I never seen a quarterback throw the deep ball and just never miss. Like. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, I like Chase best, at Missouri. Best Michigan high school quarterback I've ever seen. Mm is A.J. Wessenthal, who played at Holland Christian. Okay. And they won the state championship with Willie Sneed. Okay, yeah, that yeah. was Willie Sneed first. And, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, um, I mean, the games that year, they should have lost several times. And he just kept bringing them back. Mm-hmm. And he went to CMU, and they moved him to tight end. Like, mm. couldn't even play quarterback in college. Yeah. But the best high school, I always say this, I am terrible at projecting kids. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> awful. Right? I saw Kirk Cousins play at Holland Christian. I didn't think he was anywhere close to as good as A.J. Westinger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's NFL quarterback. Pretty good in the NFL. <laughs> He's Michigan State's all-time winning as quarterback. Yeah, so I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so A.J. was before Kirk, right? After. After. Oh, okay. So he was 12 when they won in 12. Kirk, I think, was 08 or 09. Oh, uh, okay. Somewhere. Okay. Yeah, so he was. he's one that definitely stands out. Um trying to think of who else um, has been great around here. Uh, the Chandler Twins were, were great. Um, there's been so many good ones. Yeah, it's been. I mean, Khalil Pimpleton just got signed to the line. Oh, yeah. yeah I, 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 amazing. I saw you tweeting about that this morning, and uh, I was happy for that, too. Exactly. Because Muskegon has had a pipeline oh, yeah. of raw talent for years, man. So I think this is one of the first times we had a hometown kid go to the Lions. Yeah, he was a monster, too. He was a monster. He was and, sweet. And, and Michael Brown, too. Mike yeah. Brown, yeah. He yes. was a dog, too. Yeah, yeah he was a dog. I he think KP can make though. the Lions. I, 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 really, I, yeah, I agree. That's the perfect team yeah. to go to. You yeah. think about it. They and, don't have a lot. And, but not only a lot, but I think he's going to bring that dog. Right. You know when you that undrafted player, you come in with that chip. 
His drive gonna be And he's special And he always had that chip anyway But he's And he's special Returner He's He's small right And that's the knock on I always love small quarterbacks Because I was a small quarterback I was too small Five five feet 85 pounds Nowhere close to as good as him though Not even in the same stratosphere But yeah I always root for those guys Yeah I think he's gonna be A perfect punt returner I I can see that Yeah punt returner definitely And like the, the, The Lions You know what I mean That's a perfect situation You think about their roster last year Like I tell people you can't name more than 10 to 15 players on that team last year, Detroit right. Lions. Literally, you can't. You know, now he comes into a, a position, punt return, kick return, he was number one. And I think he's a good slot, too. You know what I mean? So it's definitely going to be opportunity for him, though. Yeah. Uh, you guys got me on the Muskegon thought now. Ronald Johnson. Yeah. Oh, yeah, great yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was sweet. He was really good. And those, what about some of your – the best game, high school games you had to cover since you you brought that Rojo. So I'm thinking about Muskegon and Low. I, I know they used to they used to have some tough ones back then. They did. I, I didn't cover that game. The game uh-huh. at Lowell that day. Uh-huh. I was working in news, I believe, at the time, but uh-huh. I was at the game. I remember getting there. I think it was a one o'clock game. I was definitely there by 10 a.m. Mm. in line because you knew. Oh, the line was was out the out, out the, the door. door. It was crazy. Oh. Yeah. So I was definitely at that game. Um, I would say the best game I've ever covered, though, is the East Grand Rapids Farmington's Harrison five overtimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it was uh, Orchard Lake St. Mary. Yeah. East Grand Rapids, Orchard Lake St. Mary, the five overtime yeah, game. Yeah, that was classic. Demarcus Grady. Yeah. Demarcus Grady, man. Was it Calvin Grady? Calvin was the running back, too, right? Was, or he got that hurt. Was, that, I think those guys were before that. I think it was. Uh, but I remember they went four overtimes or five overtimes against Orchard Lake. I swear Demarcus Grady told me that. I remember. I think it was. Uh, it, was it, it was DeMar. I think it was. It was 05, right? I think Jay, Jay talking about the 09 time. I thought it was 08 or 09. Oh, okay. Mm. Sometimes they run together. I'm, I'm not really <laughs> right. sure. You got so many games that's running the scores and everything yeah. that's running together. Yeah. I, I, I can't remember exactly. But that game was – I remember that game being crazy because um, I we, we do our newscast at 10 and we – we did our report from the field, and the game was still going on. Okay. And then we finished the news, and then the game just kept on going. going long, <laughs> after, long after the news was over, and uh, that, that game was Jay, over. when you guys bring teams to here, the facility, to highlight them, what is it like for the students? What do you see them being like, being able to come here and get brought on to be on TV? Well, we don't usually bring them here. Okay. Um, but, you know, it's, it's fun interacting with them. Like, it at the games and stuff, um, you never know what you're going to get. I've done this long enough that I know that some kids are more reserved and and get I mean, can you imagine? Like, I couldn't couldn't imagine, like, having that happen when I was in high school. I was good enough, (laughs) so it didn't matter. But, you know, trying to have the camera put in your face and ask those questions, and some kids, you know, they're a little blind. And then you run into some kids that, I mean, that – just they were born for it. Like Trout, if you guys remember Travis Russell played West Calic and then Ferris. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I have never interviewed a kid, a high school kid, that was as well as well spoken. I mean, he was not nervous. Like he would get <laughs> well thought out answers. I'm like, I could have never done this. <laughs> like, I still can't do it. You know? And he, he so it, you, it's just you get a little bit of everything. You know, some are really nervous and shy, and mm-hmm. some of them are just ready to go. Mm. So it's fun. It's fun when you get those ones that, that love it. You know. Oh yeah, that's sweet. Jason, how has fatherhood? Changed you and how has it helped your career? Oh man, fatherhood is that changes you for sure. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't see things like I used to. Uh-huh. Now, when I see see things about little kids, like it just automatically, I just it goes to my relationship with my kids. With your so, like, kids, yeah. I can't, I can't deal with it when you when you see stories now of bad things happen to little kids.
Mm-hmm. Like it's always been terrible, right? I've right. always thought it was terrible. But, but just, now that you got different. your own, yeah, because what it if is that different. happened to you? Yeah, and so that's really that's a big way it's changed me. But I mean, it's it's changed me in such a positive way. I mean, I have. I have three best friends. Yeah. You know, my go. kids are little still. So they're not quite to the age where they're like, too good for dad. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get there. Is, but. Are you still cool to them? Right now. Okay. We got a couple years left. I'm good right now. So, you know, it's so much fun just to have those guys always there to, you know, to brighten your day. Mm-hmm. You know? nice. So, it's great. I mean, I it's the best thing that's ever happened. I love it. And, and, and most say it. We'll go Do ahead. you have any little broadcasters uh, coming behind you that they try to jump in the truck and go with you or try to cover any of the games? I don't know if they really want to be broadcasters. My <laughs> oldest son, Carter, when I get the mic, he'll grab the mic and he'll uh, he'll, he'll say something. And okay. It's uh, always so crazy. Um, last When we were in the pandemic, I was working from home a lot. Yeah. So we used to have some funny things happen. Like, because I... I like you see a story on the news, you hear the voice, right? Well, we have a room back there that we do that in. Yeah. When I'm at home, I don't have that room. So all I do is I turn on the camera, turn on the microphone, and I, I just run my voice into the camera. But it doesn't matter what the camera's on because it's all going to be covered video anyway. Yeah. So I'm doing that one day during the pandemic, and my middle son, who's seven now, I must have been five <laughs> at the time, he, he just he saw me doing it. He walked over, and he just kind of peeked around the corner of the camera. It was the funniest thing. Watch that video. You see this kid pop in there. Right. It was really funny. Like, who is this talking in my house? Yeah. <laughs> is who? it cool for them to see dad on TV? Is that a thing? It, it, the two-year-old loves it. It's the older they get, the more used to it they get. But okay. we have videos of them. They see me on television. My wife will videotape it, and those just start screaming. And they get all excited. And stuff. Especially when you go on trips, right? Because I yeah. travel for the NCAA tournament, so then I haven't seen them for a couple of days, and yeah. then. They see you on there and they get pretty excited. But I think for the ten year old now, like he's uh, my dad's on TV all the time. No, he's right? he's yeah. kind of used to it. <laughs> well, who is their favorite players or best people you have covered that they get excited about? Oh, that's a good question. They're not. Uh, they don't really follow um, what I cover too much. Uh, I think my oldest son likes Jordan Spieth because mm. I'm a big Jordan Spieth fan. Okay. Um, my middle son loves the Lions. Mm-hmm. Loves the Lions. Right? <laughs> so my my parents got a full Lions uniform and helmet for uh, birthday last year now, so he can wear that to school on Sports Day. Mm-hmm. So he 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 wants to watch the Lions. He doesn't like. He can't sit through a whole game, but but when they beat the Vikings, they got the first win. Right? He was he was, <laughs> he was all for. Right? So he likes the Lions. I don't know if he has a favorite player. And then my two year old, I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he knows. Gotcha. Yet. Give him time. Yeah. <laughs> now. Golfing is something you do, and I hear you do it very well. But talk to us about what got you off in the golf. Okay, very well would be relative. <laughs> if you don't play golf very much, you might think I do it really well. But if if any of you guys play as much golf as I did, you'd all be way better than me. Okay, as much golf as I play, I should be a lot better than I am. I shot 96 at Blyfield today and 24 over par, so could have been a lot better. It's um, windy out today. It's windy. Right? Yeah, we gonna blame on the wind. <laughs> it was windy. So I, when I was a kid, I was my dad played golf. So um, I think I was 10 years old when I got my first lesson. We used to. I lived in. Uh, the country out, out out of Belding, and there was a small little nine-hole course called Ridgeview. It's no longer there, mm-hmm. and it was two miles from our house. And so I used to go there. It was it was nice a nice starter course because it's really short. Gotcha. So you didn't have to hit the ball very far. And they had a pro, Norm Davidson, who's still around, who who used to do lessons. I did a lesson through there. I used to play that course all the time. Mm-hmm. 
And then when I got into high school and I realized that I wasn't going to grow or be very athletic, <laughs> you know, the football wasn't going to be my answer. So I, I did join the golf team. It was in the fall back then. And so that's when I really got into it. Then I, then I got a job working at Candlestone, another co- course in Belding. Mm-hmm. And that allowed me to play free because I worked there. Yep. Did you so, ride a caddy around a lot? I did that a couple of times. Uh-huh. Mostly I just washed the cards and picked the range. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, and so I played a lot of golf then and played on the golf team. And then it just kind of, I guess you just, what you know is what you keep doing, right? When I got to college, I got a job, when I went to CMU, I got a job at a golf course mm-hmm. and I could play for free. <laughs> and then when I moved to Texas for that one year, I got a job at a golf course and that was the best. That was probably the best I ever got at golf was because in Texas, I could play all year round. Yeah, there were some, there were, I was in North Texas, so there were some days where it was too cold, but I also remember 70 degree days in January mm. where I was playing golf. Yeah, that's crazy. So I worked at a lot of golf courses and I played a lot of golf and then you get, of the fatherhood and then golf takes a big time backseat back <laughs> but then i got to the point where between my seven-year-old and my two-year-old there's uh-huh. a gap there so my wife works at nine to five my older kids are in school and here i am on a weekday not needing to go to work till three o'clock uh-huh. i don't have anything else to do i'm gonna go play golf. <laughs> yeah. so i started playing a lot of School's golf there, right? and then yes. i had the little guy who's now two and a half so i think this will be the first summer i can bring him Get, with me to the course gotcha but nice. the last two years i haven't played as much do y'all peep how resourceful Jay yes. is? Every every job he has had since he's walked us through his career, he's got to get the play, uh, work at a golf course so he can play. For exactly, you. Expensive sport. Yeah, the only way I was going to be able to play. We love it. One thing I always need help with, and I'm gonna lean on you for this, Jay. Learning the clubs, <laughs> like all of those, the nine iron, the man, the putter. Like, mm-hmm. how long did it take you to? Now, mind you, I know you abandoned football <laughs> to go the golf route. But even back then till now, how long did it take you to adjust to knowing this is for this? If I need to hit it long, this is for that. If I need to hit it mid-range, this putt is for this. Like, how long was that process for you? Still going. Wow. Like, <laughs> oh, wow. It is the most important thing. You have to know how far you hit your clubs. Uh-huh. Well, today's day and age, they got track man, right? So yeah. if you got a grand, you can go get one. And you can just set it up on the range, and you, I don't have one. Gotcha. Okay, I got I got kids. I get, I'm gonna make take care of them. He resourceful. He resourceful, yeah. and the money goes to the kids. <laughs> so, so usually you're just out on the range hitting the ball, and you got to try to figure out about how far you hit it. So that's that's really tough. That's why the pros. I mean, they know how far they hit every single club. Okay. So I wouldn't say that I'm great at that. I mean, I probably I, I have it down somewhat because I play enough. But I just. Uh, this is funny. I you get fourteen clubs. That's legally what you can have in your bag. Yeah. I haven't had fourteen clubs in my bag. I don't know if I ever have. Because you only used in a handful. Well, no, just because I'm not spending money on golf. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I did just buy three wedges a month ago. So okay. today was the first time I used them. Today's the first time I played. So I actually had fourteen clubs in my bag today. But now I have a gap wedge, a sand wedge, and a lot wedge. Mm-hmm. So I was actually just learning how far I was hitting those today. Wow. So it's it's always a process. But then you also have to take into account wind. On a cold day like today, the ball just doesn't travel. If it's 80 degrees in the summer, it's the gonna same fly. club's going to go a lot farther. Yeah. Mm. And then uphill, downhill, side hill, all those things all come into play as well. So it, it seems like we got a ways to go, man. We're we learning got a, we got a long way. <laughs> but, so but, but, I, but I take solace in knowing that Jay, an avid player, still, still don't know all his clubs. Still struggles with that, right? Sound like that would be me. <laughs> Sound like that would be me. Out of the golf Players who have been one you gravitated towards watching? Well, huge Tiger Woods fan as a kid. Mm-hmm. Absolutely loved him. Um, 
So my uncle was the guy who stood on the teeth of Buke Open and said, from Potter Beach, Florida, please Ooh. welcome. So I've been going to the Buke Open since I can remember. Wow. Until it ended in 2009. And so I don't remember what year it was, but around like early high school area, mm-hmm. I did get Tiger Woods autograph on a Nike hat. Okay. Nice. I couldn't tell you where that is now, although I do believe it's at my parents' house somewhere, but I don't know where it is. <laughs> so I was always a big Tiger fan uh, as a kid. Um, and now that I'm older, I've, I've always liked uh, Jordan Spieth's my, my favorite golfer. Uh, I've always been a big Under Armour guy. And then I, he's just a good dude. Mm-hmm. Like, like, he's good at golf, but he's like, he gives back. He mm-hmm. has his charity. He's, he's nice to people. Like, that's, that's a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. Like, be nice to people. There's never a reason not to be. Exactly. So I just, I like people like that. But yeah, I was a big Tiger fan as a kid. Awesome. Nice. nice. Just want to switch gears a little bit. I'm just thinking about your job in itself what are some challenges that you face daily monthly or whatever what are some big big challenges this is a good question i just got asked this recently here's my number one answer there's several challenges i mean we lack of resources is a big one logistics when we get into the fall and we've got this whole newsroom running and then on friday nights i need all the cameras and vehicles it's tough <laughs> but but the number one challenge for me is the way i feel like our industry is changing, right? Mm. Like it's 2022 and are people sitting down and watching the news? Mm. I tend to believe they probably aren't. Not Mm -hmm. like they did before. Yeah, that's true. There's this wonderful thing called the internet now. Mm -hmm. So for me, I try to focus, us, our, our team really tries to focus on covering things and doing things that we can get to people. Yeah. So you guys may or may not know this, but like if the Tigers, Tigers don't play tonight, but if the Tigers are playing tonight, the game's on Valley Sports Detroit, I can record the game on Valley Sports Detroit and then I can show the highlights, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of what you think of when you think of local sports. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Problem is, is I don't own the rights to that video. Mm-hmm. So the only thing I can do with that video is put it on television. Yeah. Can't put it on my website, mm-hmm. right? Copyright claim. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I like to do, that's what we do big with the local stuff for all the reasons we already talked about because yeah. it's for the love of the game and all that. Mm-hmm. But also like that way we can get that stuff on our website and then we can push it to people that way. Gotcha. Because I don't know how many people now are going, it's six o'clock, I gotta sit down and watch the news. Mm-hmm. Because now you can get all that stuff. Like, because all of us are all TV stations doing that. Yeah. Our yeah. news department's doing that. All these yeah. stories, get them on the web, push them on yeah. Facebook, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's a big thing because I watch a lot of local sports. I don't watch the news, I watch yeah. sports. Yeah. And local sports is still being done like it was before the internet. Yeah. It really is. Mm-hmm. And I've tried to not do it that way, mm-hmm. which is different. Nobody else is doing that. And I don't know if it's the right thing or not, mm-hmm. but that's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. I would say that's the biggest challenge. That's good and stuff. I still, we still yeah. have to cover the big stuff, right? right. Like when, the, if the, when the Lions go to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. is that going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> we we got to cover it. But have I try to find vehicle ready, right? different ways. Like, do I need to say Jared Goff drops back and finds a mountain of same mm-hmm. Like, I, mm-hmm. That doesn't make sense to me anymore. Nope. So I try to find different ways to talk about the Lions or the Tigers things like that what you think about the Lions with this draft what you I, think like, I like the draft here's what I like I've been complaining for years that you have to get to the quarterback yeah. because it's a passing league and it the Lions is. are drafting the secondary mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter if you're Deion Sanders if the quarterback's got all day to sit back there and you can't cover yeah so I'm glad they finally addressed the pass rush mm-hmm. I like that um, but I really like the Jameson Williams pick. Man, we yeah. all love that. <laughs> I love it for two reasons. Not only do I think he's going to be really good, but he's not going to be really good next year, which is even better because he's coming off the ACL. Yeah. So Lions can still not be great next year, get a high draft pick, and then all go in 2023. Mm. 
Yeah. So that's what I like about it. You see that visionary oh, thinking. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same point, I realize it's the Lions in my whole life. They let us down. Yeah, they yeah. probably win 10 games this year. Mess it all up. Bro. <laughs> if you predict how many games they win this year, what's you, what you, what your prediction? I would say six. Yeah, that's a solid prediction. It's hard, though. You know, in the NFL, who's going to get hurt? Who who, do you, who are you going to have healthy? Who's your opponent going to have healthy? Right. So I always laugh when people go through the schedule. I'm like, oh, that'll be a win. That'll... I'm like, well, is, are the Packers going to be a win or a loss if Aaron Rodgers is hurt? Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Jay, I got one for you, man. One of the things that drove me as an athlete was I was always enamored with how do athletes go broke after their playing career is over? So it made me become very, very financially aware. What is one of the biggest money lessons you learn or have went through yourself? Well, I've been very fortunate. Even though I didn't, I wouldn't say I had a ton of money to just play golf when I was young. My parents have been by no means rich, but always there to help me. Yep. So without that, I would have probably been in a world of hurt. I remember being in college going to a baseball game, doing one of those credit card sign-ups, <laughs> so you get the free T-shirt or whatever. Right. Well, I end up activating the credit card, but I don't put the correct information down on that sheet, right? Nobody does. You're just trying to get the free T-shirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I ended up activating a credit card that didn't even have the correct information. So when I tried to pay the bill, they wouldn't let me pay the bill because you wrote the I, wrong couldn't, information I couldn't down. even give them my social security number because I didn't give them my social security number. Right. I made up some numbers. Right. So I ended up getting in big trouble with that because they're like, <laughs> If you need to pay this, they send a collection agency after me. I'm like, I've been trying to pay it, but you won't let me. So that was a big lesson. <laughs> wow. And uh, I feel like I feel like we're doing pretty pretty much better now. Like we, I still live in the same house. My original house I first bought mm-hmm. in 2010 when the housing market was in a bad spot. So okay. my house costs almost nothing. Mm-hmm. Now we've been looking to buy a new house for at least seven years. But I'm, now the housing market's so out of Good control. Good luck with that. Right? That I don't want to give up my nothing mortgage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For this house that's not worth what I'm going to have to pay for exactly. it. Exactly. Even though I got three bedrooms in my house and one bathroom <laughs> and five people living in it. Yeah. I'm trying to be money smart. You right. know? So You're doing it, Jay. You're doing it. <laughs> You're making it work. We appreciate that, man. One thing we want to do is always highlight the financial piece because financial literacy is so key with athletes today. Um, I know for myself, I remember saving my last $20 for the sake of being able to say I'm not broke. And so now any chance we get when I see athletes, not only the ones that are being responsible with their money, I salute. But then I'm always on the lookout for the ones that are squandering their money because you only get a small window of opportunity to make the kind of money those athletes make at that level where you don't want them squandering away thinking they're going to get another payday. And so I love the fact that you're frugal. You resourceful. Mm-hmm. You haven't tried to keep up with the Joneses. I talk about lifestyle creep. You've avoided that. You didn't trade in your nothing mortgage mm-hmm. for a, a three hundred thousand dollar house in this market. Right. Yeah. That would have you now having to work even harder to to make ends meet. I can't imagine what I would have done if I was 20 years old and somebody gave me a million dollars. Like, can you imagine? Like, I, I, I understand what these yep. people go through, like losing all their money. Because what would I have done with a million dollars at 20 years old? Exactly. I didn't want to think about it. Exactly. It wouldn't have been smart. Exactly. I know that. Exactly. <laughs> so it's tough. And it, yeah. you're right. It's so important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't realize it either. You get $20, 20 years old, you get a, they win more than a million. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Low on that. And you don't realize that you're not just going to always make that money. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. You just don't. 
retired. I was thinking, um, advancement. What does that look like for you? Are you looking to advance um, in your career? And then another question is on top of that, if if you was on ESPN, I know if you watch ESPN and some of those NFL guys, who you picture yourself being? Well, the first question, do I uh, advancement? I, I'm never going to say never, yeah. but I'm not actively seeking it. Mm-hmm. I, this is the area I grew up in. Mm-hmm. My kids' grandparents live here. Mm-hmm. Uh, as much as I dislike the cold weather, <laughs> and I always want to live somewhere warm. And I promise you, when I retire, I will be a snowbird. I will Thank not God. live here. But right now, I'm gonna. I want to be here mm-hmm. for my family. Exactly. So um, I'm not really looking to advance. Uh, I always had the dream. Right? We nobody. Everybody wants to get to the top, no matter what profession mm-hmm. you're in. So to answer your second question, Jim Nance, and this is another interesting topic. Okay. Jim Nance is a guy I always wanted to be okay. when I was a kid, right? Because he did my three favorite things. He did the NFL, he did college basketball, the NCAA tournament, and, and then golf. he did golf, yep. right? Yep. So like, yep. I always wanted to be Jim Nance. And I don't know Jim Nance well, or I haven't studied him, yep. but I believe he's on his second marriage. You needed somebody mm-hmm. to emulate. Can yeah. you imagine, though, yeah. the lifestyle? Like, he travels... All, all the around. time. Like, year I complain round. now when I have to go to the NCAA tournament in March because <laughs> I want to be away from my family. Right. I mean, he's traveling nine months out of the year. He's married to the travel. That's what it is. He's like, married to travel. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So yeah. you get a different perspective when you get a little bit older, I guess. Yeah. But Jim Nance was always who I wanted to be because I wanted to do the NFL, college basketball, and golf. Jim Nance is really good, man. Him and Tony Romo, they got a good thing going. Oh, that's yeah, that's their team. Where they do? Yeah, right. On CBS. Yeah. yeah, well, listen, man, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yes, it's it has. been an absolute pleasure. I think you hit everything off the park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, thank you for hanging out with us. No. We just want to encourage you, also tell you to keep up the good work. Mm-hmm. Although things are changing, we still tune in from time to time to check you out. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. I yeah. do. And I, I still believe wholeheartedly what we're doing with the blitz i think that's a little different oh because yeah. that's right after the game yeah yep. that's people perfect. i feel like drive home oh yeah yes. watch it exactly i that's feel like thing. that's in a good spot that's, but I, that's huge i really appreciate you guys having me on this you awesome. are more than welcome and we thank you for having us Keep as well the good work definitely you know? definitely until next time guys another episode is in the books we had jason hutton from fox 17 news one of the best in the business. Make sure you check them out, but please make sure you tune in each and every week to check us out. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace.